Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Jim Gerhardt, Bob Williams. I want to start off with one thing. I was so proud of the people of New Jersey over the uh, GoFundMe account for the, the lady with the property taxes. Rose from Cranford. Yeah, and this started, the radio station started, I, I don't believe they started the GoFundMe account, but they're the ones who brought it to light, Jeff yeah. Demetri. And our, and listeners, uh, our listeners were the ones and, who really And you gave $22,000 to this lady. I, I think it's, it's wonderful. It kind, of, kind of restored my faith in mm-hmm. the state. That'll give her a couple of more years of... Uh, Paying her taxes, at least. It, it, it'll only give... Well, no. See... A little bit more than two years. As I understand it now, this got me. Now, she's 106 years old. She's lived in the house since she was... Well, since 1943, the 40s. yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, $11,000 a year was her property tax. Hmm. That's That's obscene. That's crazy. And when she know, bought the house, there wasn't any property tax. Obviously, she cared for the house all of those years, right. took care of it. And now they want to punish her by throwing her out of it because she can't come up with this extortion right. we call property taxes. And, and the taxes sad thing is that she was probably on one of those frozen uh, levels for senior property levels. Which is a bunch of hooey. Which is a bunch of, yeah, yeah because I mean, so they're going to freeze it at, at, at $11,000 right. a year. Imagine, big, what everybody big else, deal. imagine what everybody else is paying over there. Yeah. Probably 15 uh, you know, to 18. I got carried away about that because I saw a parallel between that story and something that happened 30 years ago. And that's why last week I got, I came in, I was really excited about this. I said, okay, this is it. This is going to be the big thing that'll end this forever. Because here we have a, uh, uh, what, a martyr, and we have the people to carry this out. It's time, maybe, a big outpouring of uh, people uh, against the property taxes, mm-hmm. the way they are. The local taxes, not that much. The, uh, it's the, the school taxes, the county, right. the, the other stuff. You throw into the woodpile. And I made a parallel between 1990, when uh, the Florio administration first came in, there was a tax increase. And there were a few other things going on, coincidentally, which were profligate, profligate waste of taxpayer money. And so this hit a nerve in people. But John Cobalt, remember we had a team called John and Ken. John got on the air, and apparently, I didn't hear it, but he spent a couple of days harassing are, are haranguing and trying to work people up to do something about it. Lo and behold, he got takers. He got John Budzash, Pat Ralston, uh, John Sheridan. There are a bunch of these uh, these people. They had organizational abilities, and they organized a group. And lo and behold, Hands Across New Jersey did cause a change in the political makeup of the legislature. A whole new legislature came in. Uh, the sales tax was reduced. These stupid, idiotic taxes, like the toilet paper tax, were canceled. And a governor, a sitting governor, was pretty much uh, thrown out of office. Mm. And Christy Whitman came in. So I had a vision of this happening again. And I was sort of equating Bill in the morning here with, with John in the afternoon mm. then. Here, here is the magnet, you know, the, the, who, who, who stirs this, the stormy petrol of the revolution. So but I come in this morning... And the revolution hadn't started yet. No. So, but but it, once it started and you got people interested, it grew. And all we did was sort of sit back. We were sort of the bulletin board for the revolution. And people organized this thing themselves. Anyway, I, I uh, wanted to mention that. 
Oh, uh, incidentally, uh, we will simply sit here and uh, kick around a few things. Life in the Garden State, and we would like very much to to have your input. We're looking for your interaction. So yeah. write your write your comments on the scrolls. And, and line if you and see us not looking at you, it's not uh, trying to be impolite. We have a screen here, and we have to see what what you're saying. Um, okay. Well, thank you. Listen, I'm, I'm not sure we want to uh, to respond to that, uh, but thank you, Vicky, very very much. I appreciate that, and other people. Uh, the big story. There's so many things. The big story, I think, has been the shootings. Oh, terrible, Jim, terrible. Uh, and I noticed, and it was very embarrassing, I, as soon as I saw the first bulletin of the, uh, the shooting in uh, Gilroy, California, the Garlic Festival shooting, then you had San Antonio, then you had Dayton. But when I saw the first story about the first one, I said, okay, here we go, we're waiting for Donald Trump to be blamed for the shootings. Well, it didn't take long. Now... Here is the total damned idiocy of this. Unhappily, we have two high-ranking politicians in New Jersey who jumped into the insanity. And one was Senator Fart or uh, Spartacus. I get those mixed up, really. I'm, Easy not, I'm to not sure which is most appropriate. And, and the governor. They're blaming Donald Trump for, the, for this. Now, uh, Donald Trump is responsible for the shootings in Gilroy, Dayton, El Paso. So we established presidential responsibility, right? Hmm. During the reign of a former president named Barack H. Obama, he was president for eight years, there were 32 multiple shootings, including Sandy Hook, this horrible massacre of yeah. the children, Virginia Tech, the massacre of the students. That happened under the Obama administration. Only a total damned idiot would blame President Obama for it. President, uh, yeah, right. President Obama yes, right. for that. Yeah. These happened. The body count, as best I can tell, was larger under the Obama administration with these shootings. You'd be, it's insane to blame the president. President Obama had nothing to do with that. Therefore, and ergo even, I can't imagine how you can make President Trump responsible right. for these. So, if you actually believe that the president is responsible, as Senator Far or, uh, Spartacus, Spartacus and Governor Murphy have said, have told us, either that is a form of insanity, if you actually believe it, plain idiotic crapheadedness, if you're making political hay out of it, which it probably is, and a serious mental disease, <laughs> I think. If you're, if you're so carried away with hatred of the president, you're going to go that far. Uh, this, this, it, it's very difficult to, to absorb this. Now, the insanity of the president being in, responsible for these acts, these terrible acts, almost random acts. Like he incited it or something. That's well, of course. I mean, that, a five-year-old sees that that is ridiculous. Problem is, anybody over five has been so brainwashed, down, <laughs> dumbed down by relentless pounding of media, uh, the culture, information sources. What was once God-given brains, I think now we have as spacers to keep our ears apart just a wad of silly putty in there. We've abdicated our opinions. We have abdicated our opinions. We have given in to 
Uh, intimidation, which is another story because the Attorney General of New Jersey this morning says that intimidating right. incidents are up. I'll get to that in a moment. So, but uh, go back to the, the blame, uh, yeah. blaming President Trump. Didn't one of the, um, the shooters also uh, favor Elizabeth Warren? And her uh, platform. It, it doesn't matter. Do so, you I want mean, to blame yeah. Elizabeth Warren? Right. I mean, no, no, of, of course, course not. not. Right. So, but but what what is embarrassing is that we have two of the leaders who, unfortunately, when they're mentioned in the news, they give the name of the state. Uh, and I mean, as, as Senator Spartacus, a Booker, who, well, he, if, if you haven't heard, he considers himself the second Spartacus. Hmm who allegedly led a slave's revolt against Rome. Well, it was not a slave's result, a re revolt. It was a gladiator and other revolt, and some of the, what, even higher status people. And once they got going with this, they gladly welcomed slaves, people who wanted to join them, but that was a secondary part of it. So his history is a little bit off there, too, and I think his brain, his thinking, is considerably off. He's become a caricature of himself. It's, it's very difficult to take him seriously when he speaks. I, I, I resent it because I used to be a big fan of his. You ever see the movie Street Fight, the documentary, mm -hmm. when he was running against Sharp James? Brilliant, brilliant guy. And, and yeah, it's right. a real disappointment because you know, we, everyone, I think everyone had high hopes for him when he was huh? becoming the, the, the up-and-coming mayor of Newark and yeah, hoping yeah. to see what was going to happen. And, and then his term as mayor of Newark was a real bust. Yeah. Nothing happened there. I think what you get is just uh, an overweening what self uh, what promotion righteousness. There. Well, yeah, rectitude, self-righteousness, which of course the whole the left is besotted with that. But it's just a, an egomaniacal uh almost almost some kind of a frenzy yeah. that these people get into when they get a little bit of attention. Now, j just to round this out, they're talking, naturally you get the, the yell to change laws. Now, changing laws, changing rights, changing procedures, they say will stop it. It will not stop, and here I'm going to give you a reason why. I saved this. This was after a shooting a few years ago in Tennessee at a school. The governor of Tennessee said, and I quote, now listen to this, we cannot celebrate death in video games, celebrate death in TV shows, celebrate death in movies, celebrate death in music lyrics, and at the same time remove any sense of morality and sense of higher authority, and then expect things like this are not going to happen. Yep. This is where we are. So, again, if they want to do regulation, somebody had better start regulating media. Because media has discovered that sex and violence get people's attention. You get people's attention not because you want people's attention, you have any profound learning or teaching for them. to watch your commercials. It's money to watch the commercial. That's all. And this is what is ruling our life. Uh, and what people are getting. You remember when, when uh, uh, cartoons, I spent a lot of time with my kids when they were young back you know, in the days of yore, uh, watching cartoons. I was working afternoons in New York and on the air, so I had the mornings. And here you get Huckleberry Hound, Yogi Bear, uh, Tom Terrific and Mighty Man for the Wonder Dog, <laughs> and uh, Roger Ramjet. Those are the days. Uh, my Little Pony. Mm. See, these were very gentle things. The most violence you got in those days was when uh, uh, Quick Draw McGraw and his superhero guys as El Cabong. And Baba Louie, right? And, and Baba Louie, yeah, was yeah. His, his sidekick. 
when uh, El Cabong Cabonged the bad guy with his Cabonger, which was right. his guitar. <laughs> and you didn't hit him very hard with right. that. And he shows up in the next scene anyway. Yeah, uh, but now you turn it on, what do you, it's just violence, endless explosions, blowing up, yeah. violence, killed, disembowelments, you know. And, yeah. and, and that, that okay. is the media. Excessive, so, uh, excessive exposure to the video games. You, you can't say it doesn't affect somebody's mental outlook. Well, it's got to it's because got to. it's a whole culture of it. You know, you, you can like it. I don't know if anybody... Have you ever used one of these uh, subliminal discs or tapes that they sell that you put it on and then you go to bed and it plays music, but in the background there's supposed to be a subliminal message? No, uh, no. That will help you if you want to gain better health, if you want to overcome anxieties. I got a like. CPAP machine. I, I got enough problems. In that. <laughs> I'll show you what I got here in a second. <laughs> But 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 it, it is a relentless pounding of that. Uh, we are we are awash in it. We are a sop in violence. Now, if you want to regulate something, consider regulating violence on in media that Absolutely. people are exposed to. But you can't do that because, again, as you suggested quite correctly, it's the almighty dollar. The people who are making much more money on this selling violence to people also. Do not hesitate to lay a few bucks on a political campaign to somebody right. in Washington. <laughs> and, how so, about, and how about the pharmaceuticals who oh. are, who are uh, medicating yeah. the, the problems away yeah. as opposed to looking at the issues from a different angle? You mentioned masks. Let me, let me get some out of my Felix the Cat bag. I've been wearing this. Now, I mean, I'm not going to put it all the way on, but I'll tell you why, and I've really gotten to like it. Now, don't laugh. It's not look like Darth Vader day here on the Howdy Doody show. <laughs> this is a just a regular uh, mask, a breathing thing. Oh. And I've been wearing this around, you know, the house and all. I didn't okay. wear it in the car because I thought I'd get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the point is... It looks uh, a little uh, like aspirated. Hannibal Lecter, yeah. Yeah. The, I don't like the looks of it, but I like what it does because I do notice. We had, last week, five straight days in which the air quality was considered dangerous not just bad not just annoying not just uh, allergy producing dangerous right. have you heard a politician say a word about that no i haven't heard a word no but let somebody fire off a gun the state house and capitol steps are full of people out there mm -hmm. looking for some kind of regulation to stop it so while they're keeping us distracted with that looks like we're slowly being poisoned but um I oh, think, okay uh, nancy has a nice comment for okay you. nancy um uh, says Booker should blame himself as well when he was mayor of Newark. Over a hundred shootings and murders happened when he was mayor, and he laid off over a hundred police officers in the worst city. Yeah. Yep. Now you know why that is different? That's because he's a Democrat. <laughs> it's the only reason he got away with it. Well, I'll tell you, uh, if a Republican had done it, uh, my God, there'd be no end to the uh, the yelling and screaming about that. And, you know, there but was thank you, because uh, Donna mentioned that, yeah. and uh, I don't see that anywhere. No, you don't. You uh, don't hear about that. And, yeah. you, and one of the stats that uh, the Democrats have been uh, throwing around this last week: there's been over 250 mass shootings over the last year. But that's a little bit deceiving because the way they calculate mass shootings it could be any more than three and this could <laughs> from what i understand anything any per people more than three in a shooting and this could involve a domestic situation where there's a murder suicide homicide type thing going mm -hmm. on but but as far as mass public shootings that we've all become to know and to fear um 
they're they're, pu- uh-huh. they're lumping all of these personal uh, uh, domestic uh, violences in that. In you know, that I understand category. also when they give the number of, the, of gun deaths that include yeah. suicides. Mm. Right. So, yeah, but what you think a little when bit you see when you see the figure of thousands of those, you, you think it's like. You know, right. shootouts in the street. Doesn't make you life. feel any better. One lost life is just horrible. But uh, back to uh, Nancy's comment about uh, Booker. Yeah. Do you remember that uh, one murder in uh, Newark where there's the, at least three or four teenagers who were just basically executed at a fence oh, yes. by a couple of thugs? Oh yes. And I don't know whatever happened to well, the perpetrators, they, but they that was under that was under Booker's watch. Well, of course. And I really and that was just a horrible, horrible, and that just stays in everybody's mind. Well, you see. Uh, what's happening here is that the, especially the left, and I guess there's people who go along with it, I don't want to bash Democrats, I used to be one myself, and I a lot of great people, you know, right. consider themselves Democrats historically anyway, uh, but the leadership has become actually demented. They have totally lost the power of rational thought. Uh, and it's just everything immediately gets caught up, and, and the, the as, you, as you suggested, the righteousness of it. Mm-hmm. You can't have a conversation with any no. of these people, or a college what? student who've been totally brainwashed by it, because they are right, and you are wrong. Where is Therefore, the... they're certainly entitled to right. commit any mayhem that they want. Where is the civil political discourse that we grew up with you can't back have in the it. 70s and 80s? Yeah. Uh, Tip O'Neill, Thomas Tip O'Neill comes to mind. How great of a guy <laughs> he was that reached across the aisle to get stuff done while Reagan was in office. Your picture go back to the 1860s, the famous Lincoln-Douglas debates. If this happened today... <laughs> <laughs> there would be nothing but a bunch of foolish yeah. slander of one another, yeah. throwing things that they like. Yeah. Look uh, at, and, and look at Bob Dole, who worked well with Bill Clinton across the aisle. Yeah. He was the uh, opposition party leader back then. Well, what can you say except it's out of hand? Yeah. Uh, okay, so Donna, Diana, how many shootings we had with Obama and office? Okay, we had 32, as I, as I could, best I could dig up, 32 multiple mass shootings. Why didn't Obama fix it in his term? Well, we ju- maybe you missed it, Diana, because we just talked about that a bit. And uh, he didn't fix it because it's not fixable. Uh, and again, when, the, when, when former President Obama comes out yelling for gun control, you have to say, sir, you had eight years. And, and, and you, you had and, great influence. Right, and, you, and you had the control of the House and the Senate at some points. Well, at some points. But but it, he certainly had the moral high ground mm-hmm. he would have had for that. He never pushed that. And all of a sudden it comes back in the next guy. But you see, if this tide of hate and animosity, vindictiveness, uh, revenge, I don't think, I think that's what this is about. And unfortunately, the gun thing just gets swept up into it. Right. It's just a giant flood, and here comes cars and everything floating yeah. by down the river, and that just happens to be one of them. Right. And the hand wringing just gets tighter yeah. and tighter, and even more intense. You mentioned intimidation. I thought this was interesting. Uh, I saw a story this morning that the Attorney General of the state of New Jersey has released some figures on uh, uh, what crimes of intimidation. I don't think he called them hate crimes, harassment crimes. What was the? Uh, oh. Um, sure. Anyway, well, anyway, the uh, but, but anyway, the, the let's say that. Oh my! For goodness' sake, there's a term. What's the term? Somebody, everybody ran. 
<laughs> what was the, the what kind of crimes? He didn't say hate crimes. Like bias, bias crimes. Right, bias crimes. Thanks, Lou. I'm sorry. That's Thank Lou Hockman, Lou our Hockman. digital digital uh, commander. Yeah. <laughs> you see, there is some intelligence involved in this effort, but By he's walking and the talking screen. thesaurus. <laughs> but but uh, bias crimes. Most of them, the lion's share, when they had the breakdown, were committed by very young people. So a lot of these had to do with school-age children, playground-type things. Some were more important than that, and of course this is a very, very bad thing. But he mentioned intimidation. Now, intimidation to some extent is subjective, uh, but the, generally it is the left who claims that they're being intimidated by the right, and I've seen this. They're yelling that, they're, they're, again, the shootings is because Trump and, and his followers are intimidating. Well, the intimidation is actually going the other way. There are no conservatives or Trump followers I know who are out in a group in masks beating up innocent people. Right. The incident in Portland being a great example, where they, there's a 50-year-old, or not 50, he's older than that, there was a man of middle years, an older person, who was just out and he had a hat on that had the American flag on it. Right. And he got beaten almost to death and a journalist who tried to help him almost got beaten to death mm. by the so-called anti-fascists mm. who actually are fascists. This is the, the left goon squads that are the equivalent of the brown shirts in Germany when you, before Hitler came to power. They were out there thugs in the street. Now, here's why I bring up intimidation. Can I claim intimidation? This reason, I was, somebody bought me this hat. Oh, uh, you didn't see camo, it, camo with the American flag. It's, it's just a cat camouflage, like hunters would wear okay. or people would wear, and it has an American flag on it. Now, when I got this, I thought, "Oh, this is cool. I appreciate this." Uh, but if the thought is, if I put this on and wear it, am I going to get assaulted? Hmm. Because, to their view, and again, the West goon squads and and the loony left. The American flag is a symbol of what oppression, hate, degeneracy, all of these things, right. which is what they say, and that's why they were beating up people. Yeah. Now, the thing, I have a theory, and I'll, I'll just put this aside for a moment. I have a theory of who are the members of these groups, this anti-fi group. I don't think they are dedicated, ideologically passionate left so they're liberals. So they're really not invested, you're saying? No. What I think is, I think they are really, my other, the old skinheads, the uh, Ku Klux Klan members. Right. And, and, and they have found out, hey, if you put one of these on, we can go beat the hell out of anybody right. and get away with so it. They because, because the law will not enforce it. So they basically rebranded themselves. Well, I, obviously, I don't mean that is yeah. serious. Right. But uh, I, I don't know why not. I mean, if you wanted to get up and go beat somebody up, and you were so disposed just for the jurors here, General Heckabit, uh, and you say, but I can't do that because I'll get arrested and I don't want to go to jail. But if you put this hood on and go out and beat up people who are supposed to be uh, what conservatives, like the mayor of Portland, we are told, ordered the police to stay out of it and not stop them mm. from out there causing mayhem and beating up people in the street. So what better chance? Nobody knows who you are. You're wearing a hood. So, uh, you know, you go out there and you beat people up and you get congratulated, you're a hero of the left. <laughs> and then you go back to what you were doing before. I, uh, I had a commercial here 
I think if I, if I can, and I think maybe you'll see this on television based on that, that this is just a good place for people to hide out and get away with it. <laughs> so, they're, they're not dedicated ideologues. Uh, I would come on, see this on television. Supremacists, KKK members, skinheads, violent psychopaths of all stripes. Have you ever wanted to go out and beat up innocent, helpless people, but afraid that you'd get arrested? Well, fret no more. Here is your opportunity you've waited for. Throw away that KKK hood and put on a swell Antifa mask. That's right. And uh, <laughs> time, uh, you'll be out on the street in no time, flailing away at the elderly, at the defenseless, at women and children, and anyone else that happens to be out there and uh, is smaller than you. Of course, that's important, too. And the police will not stop you. As a member of an anti-progressive goon squad, you can use all the despicable tactics of real fascists, and the establishment will not only give you a free ride, but you'll be the hero of the progressives everywhere. So order your swell anti-fahood today, only 1995, of course, call plus the, shipping and handling. Call the number on your screen. Uh, yeah, call the number. Oh, I got to call the number on your screen now. <laughs> <laughs> or, or go to psychoscumbag.com. <laughs> and if you order in the next 10 minutes, you'll also get a swell bicycle chain for real maiming <laughs> of people. So order yours today. Eh, so anyway... Uh, People are probably looking for that website. Now. Yeah, they probably are. All right. Okay, enough of that. Oh, man. Sometimes you just have to try to get the stuff out of your system <laughs> because of the buildup. You watch the news, and, and, and the, the, it, it's like certainly having your, your sewer line backed up at your house. Yeah. <laughs> All the crap. Uh, the uh, uh, Okay, Wayne says Democrats are dividing the country for votes. Sure. And if you don't vote for us, they say you're a racist. Uh, you see, all of these things that people are saying. Uh, Rosemary's talking about the, uh, the, the president says people who live in glass houses. Absolutely correct. I mean, the, the former president, I don't know why he did that. I have a lot of respect for the former president, Obama. A very intelligent man in many regards. Mm -hmm. And by current light, he was something of a, of a moderate. I think he was a realist. Right. You know, matter of fact, some prominent uh, African-American leader once referred to him uh, because I guess somebody was saying, how come you're not really pushing more left uh, policies, said, uh, well, the president has turned out to be a, a, a mascot of Wall Street. <laughs> mm. So, uh, but again, he seemed to play the game, but, but that's another point. Okay, what else we got going here? Oh, the, uh, the, the, uh, it's not a condo association. The homeowners association. The homeowners association. The HOAs. And, and the flag. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. I was uh, uh, putting up flags. And I, uh, again, I take this as some possible intimidation of me. I uh, wanted to put up another flag. My flag was getting a little uh, gamey, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. stiff and, and brittle. And I wanted to put up another flag. I honest to goodness thought, and I see fewer flags out. It used to be a lot of people had flags out. I don't see them anymore. Are they being intimidated by this, having a flag out? I have a flag. My flag is one that my son was given when he left Afghanistan, my son Christian, the Marine. And he was at a forward operating base. They were in combat. And uh, when a person's time was up there, they had the 
FOB, they call them, Forward Operating Base, and this is well sandbagged, you know, and they're in a safe place in there. They're under constant assault, and so he was party to some terrible things. And Jonathan is the medic for the group. He is in the Fleet Marine, which technically gets paid by the Navy, but he's with the Marine unit. Now, he is trained as a Marine, he has all the weaponry and the training, and he operates as a Marine until somebody gets hurt. Then suddenly, he's the medical right. officer of the bunch. But anyway, when the time comes to leave, when your time is up, your duty time, your eight months, they take a flag that has been flying, flown over that, and they fold it and give it to you to take home as a souvenir. And then they put another one up, you know, for fly to the next guy. So I have one of these flags that flew in combat in Afghanistan. I wanted to put it out in front of my house. I honestly had a moment of hesitation, oh. saying, look, if some damned nut now, inspired by these things that was hatred we're talking about, are going to come up and, and, and desecrate my flag. So this is a form of intimidation that we're all feeling right now. The, uh, the people who uh, do not bow to the whims and the wishes, the caprices even, of this alphabet group, they are under endless interpret uh, intimidation. Uh, so, anyway, I did want to mention that. Uh, do, you, do you think that the, the, uh, the racist situation where people are being accused of being a racist just because their opinions differ, do you think people are just becoming so intolerant and just so fed mm -hmm. up? What, what's, your, what's your feeling on that? I think there's some of that. However, I have a great deal of sympathy for the people of color, if you want, who are extremely sensitive to things like that. Uh, I've, I, twice or more, I run into situations that really set me back. Uh, uh, when you get kind of, well, I won't get into that, but when you get kind of to empathize and feel what it might be like to see this from the other side. So I, if somebody is oversensitive, now if it is, look, the, the um, I think the wording of the law, the uh, anti, or the hate laws, and the intimidation laws say that it is a crime of hatred or intimidation if you say something or commit an act against one person with the intent that it intimidate a larger group of people. So if you want to insult one person, that is not necessarily, that is what human beings do to mm -hmm. one another, or if you want to be what, insensitive. But if it somehow can be construed as something to intimidate a whole group, which would be his ethnic background if you want, yeah. That is the crime. Now, I don't know if they're sticking to the strict letter of the law on that or not. So I don't know about these. Um, some of these probably would end up what we call school bullying. That could be yeah. cyber stuff. There's a breakdown on our website, and I would suggest that you take a look at that and see what you think about it. Is this possible? Because they have all of these crimes, these biased crimes, broken down for four years, and they're in, oh, it looks like maybe 15, 16 different categories. And the lion's share of them are in this harassment. So what the uh, Attorney General's uh, interpretation of harassment is, I do not know. But uh, we got a little sidetracked. The, uh, the HOAs and the, f and the flags, yeah. and you, you were saying in your notes before that, what's next? If, you, well, if they're not this, there, this, allow flags. Yeah, this, this is the problem. Now, the reason... As I understand it, that the associations 
want to maintain uniformity so everybody right. looks alike. Right. Cool. And everybody or everybody going back to the Christmas house the, looks alike. The, the holiday Christmas mm-hmm. decorations. Some of these HOAs have banned outside uh, displays. Yeah. Or right. people's now, decks over their their condos or their Whether townhomes. they're doing it out of some kind of bigotry, whether they're doing it out of political ideology, or whether they're just afraid that we're going to let somebody put up a Christian display out here and the loonies are going to come in and trash our whole operation. Yeah. I don't know. But they say the reason they give is uniformity. Everybody the same. Well, if everybody's house has to look the same, the plantings are the same, you'll notice in these, and they are very stringently enforced, what is next? I mean, is it plastic surgery so everybody looks alike? But that would be uniformity. Neutering, especially of males, so there is no gender <laughs> diversity. And everybody has to eat the same thing. I mean, it, it just gets into something ridiculous. Edgar Allan Poe wrote a short story. I think it was called The Devil in the Belfry. And he describes a town, which I think he said was Dutch, in which it was just that. Everybody was exactly the same thing. They looked alike. They had the same houses. They did the same thing at the same time. They ate, mm. and all of a sudden, in the church belfry appeared a devil, and kind of broke it up and shivered. Well, but that's another. You look that up. Edgar Allan Poe wrote that. Um, there was something I wanted to mention. Uh, it's a Jersey thing, and I'm not. Oh, here we. Oh, oh. Very quickly here. I, I for people who who uh, hate Donald Trump. And they want to hold Donald Trump up as the uh, the be-all, the means-all of all the evil in the world. In other words, they have Satanized Donald Trump. And nobody's checked to see if Donald Trump has cloven hooves. Have you ever seen him with his shoes off? No. Uh, well, you, you see, you don't know that he's <laughs> right, not. Right, we don't. You, right? you don't know that he's not. It's not confirmed. Uh it is, in a sense, this hatred of Donald Trump is a catharsis. It's a dangerous one. I'll mention something. I'll try to do this quickly because I've mentioned it before. Once there was a survey, a psychologist, to find out why in three Scandinavian countries, Sweden, Denmark, and Norway, in which the ethnic background was identical, the same people, the same stock, the same culture, everything, that could have been interchangeable except they lived in different countries. Sweden and Denmark had the highest suicide rates in the world, or among the highest. Mm. Norway, the same thing, had almost no suicide rate. Mm. Well, you want to see why. Here's what they found out, that the, uh, the, the Swedes tended to uh, become very disillusioned with themselves and turn on themselves if they had failed in the world, which could be materially or professionally. The Danes, if they had failed emotionally, breakup of, of relationships and all, would become despondent. A Norwegian, when he had the same problems, just blamed somebody else for it. <laughs> Yeah. And it was healthy. So by d- blaming Donald Trump for all of our frustrations, we're getting something of, a, of an emotional, psychological free ride. We should be getting out of that. Uh, he, it's kind of like, you know, everything is... It, remember uh, Flip Wilson? Oh, He was my Flip. all-time favorite comedian. He was a very charming Jersey person. Uh, tragically, Flip died. But Flip Wilson, one of his main characters, was uh, the Reverend Leroy of the Church of What's Happening Now. <laughs> yes. And his wife was Geraldine. <laughs> Geraldine. And Geraldine was always going out buying things and doing stuff. And uh, her answer to the Reverend Leroy was that the devil made, made me do it. it. Well, this is where we are. This is where we are. Uh, and, but I, I just wanted to take advantage to point out, go if you want to see something. This, to me, is the funniest joke ever told. 
Now, if you get nothing else out of this session this morning, I'm going to steer you to the greatest joke ever told, uh, in my view. And it was told by Flip Wilson on the Carson Show, the Tonight Show, years ago. Go to YouTube and look up Flip Wilson, and they'll have a lot of Flip Wilson bits. They've got him with Ed Sullivan, a lot of things. Do the one on the Carson Show when, it, I think they call it the Ugly Baby is the name of the skit. Yeah, did you remember that? I have not, but no, I'm going to go, give I'm, it away. I'm, I'm going to go look it up. Don't give it away. Look it right up. And it's called The Ugly Baby and watch him. And Carson was on the floor laughing. And here's a man who's seen and heard every <laughs> funny thing there ever was. He was in hysterics over it. So Flip Wilson, YouTube, Ugly Baby ugly Story. Baby. Okay. Okay, where are we now? Um, let's see. Uh, this K-Town Railroad, is that, is that a, a, a railroad? I guess that's their, I guess that's their uh, Facebook page. I'm not sure. Facebook anyway, handle. he says, I've been flying an American flag since 9-11. The only time it comes down is to put up a new flag. And for real bad storms like hurricane storms, I always fly a flag. Great, great. I appreciate that, right. and I will too. But I've got to say, I had the same feeling as I would have almost because of all this crap going on. And these are innocent people like us, like the, yeah. the, the writer here, and us, who are getting harassed with this. Well, you must be a fascist because you have an American flag. Yeah. Now, I will probably wear the hat, but I'm very careful where I wear it, to tell yeah. you the truth. Because nobody can say, ah, oh, you know, you shouldn't wear something like that. That's jingoism, and that's bad, because yeah. now it's a one world. Uh, so think about it. No, they don't do that. Immediately, the thing they want to do is knock your head off. Right. And on a much lighter scale, it's similar to me not wearing my Mets gear when I go to Phillies games in Philly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's, that's it's, a it's real like wearing threat, a folks. Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt in the 700 level of the vet. That's nuts. Uh, You're just taking Eagles your game. life in your own hands, folks. <laughs> uh, what nuts. else do we got? We got time for anything else? Um, up to you. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty close. I, I, I got one, one story. I, I had a bunch. Oh, oh. Uh, just let me do a couple of things here, if we may. And this I sort of collected. Uh, this is the politically correct news. Uh, just, a, just a few pieces I have gotten here. Um, oh, 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 this, no, oh, this is a Jersey story. Jer I, I've often said if anything bizarre happens in the world, there's a Jersey angle. <laughs> this, this story, uh, this says police in Greenland, New Hampshire, pulled over Eric Joseph, 51, for driving 142 miles an hour in a 65-mile zone. Explaining his excessive speed, jo uh, Joseph told officers he was just trying to get home to New Jersey. <laughs> da da! <laughs> Love this one. And it, the, in Berkeley, California, the city council has voted to remove all reference to gender from its municipal code. The city's manholes will now be known as maintenance holes. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, only siblings, and this is any official activity or, or official uh, with speech or writing. The words he and she will be replaced with they. Hmm. Now, the they change bugs me, said a council member who voted for it. She says, this is ridiculous, but that's okay because we all have to change. See, that's just people who just have... have and that's thrown, real. That's what, Berkeley, Berkeley, California? Berkeley, California. They have thrown hmm. in the towel. Yeah. Um, Oh, this is for urban millennials. This, apparently, this is true. And single people with limited storage space can now buy the Charmin Forever toilet paper roll. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. 
a 12-inch diameter toilet paper roll that can last up to three months so millennials can have one less thing to think about. <laughs> I tell you, the world, the world has gone nuts. Oh, you'll love this one. Uh, this is a good week for the devil. The devil's official North American church, called the Satanic Temple, has been awarded tax-exempt status by the Internal Revenue Service. That's the first one I've seen like that. Yeah. The Devil Inc. LLC. Yeah. The uh, a, a couple more here. I I don't. They just get worse. I'm not sure if I want to. Oh, this is in uh, Sonoma County, California. The Sonoma County Fair will no longer have children as a feature. Wrestling greased piglets. <laughs> the fair cited official sensitivity of animal rights and announced that children at the fair will wrestle greased watermelons. <laughs> uh, what about the, the feelings of the watermelons? Oh, my God. Oh, no, here, I think I'll end with this one. You might see this. Right. This will catch on because this is going to please a lot of people who are trying to wipe out uh, gender. I wonder if the people who are trying to wipe out gender were ever present when their spouse or someone... Uh, delivered a baby mm. because it becomes pretty damn obvious there's yeah. something different between both of them have twins a boy and a girl you don't notice any difference congratulations mr and mrs it's it's a what <laughs> that's exactly they don't have a term for this now the the unihuman okay finally a british company has engineered a chair to discourage man spreading which they say is a male tendency to sit with legs apart. Um, <laughs> well, we're sitting. I mean, it's just normal way to right, sit. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, the point is, this is a chair that you sit in, and it, it holds your knees tightly together. <laughs> with hydraulics? Uh, no, no, I guess it's just the way it's built. Uh, they said that, that the, the inventor at the University of Brighton said her inspiration came from my own experience in men infringing on my space in public. The chair has a seat state, uh, shaped like an isosceles trapezoid that tapers, forcing men to sit with their legs close together. The chair has won a major award. Doesn't sound too comfortable. Uh, Sounds kind of restrictive. Um, <laughs> you know something, I tell you, I'm going to save this for next week. Okay. Because this might be interesting, because I know uh, this is sort of mosquito season, and a lot of people are being beset by mosquitoes. And you wonder what to do about it. I had an experience with it. Now, this is a news story I saw yesterday. Uh, they say Florida's health department is warning of a surge in mosquito-borne virus that can cause the fatal brain swelling, eastern equine encephalitis. Now, we hear about that in New Jersey. We have had cases. Generally, every year we'll have a case or two, and there's a scare. Also, there is West Nile virus. Right, which is we're, yeah. we're familiar with. Yes. And we're familiar with that, and they're always looking for, for that. Now, uh, they are saying that we had better start uh, advising people to reduce the list by getting rid of standing water and yeah. all of these that's things. That's big. That you, that's big. Garbage it, cans uh, No, it water. can be. I mean, it would not be surprising to suddenly get up and find out there's been something of an outbreak of uh, West Nile, mm -hmm. mosquito-borne disease, or worse, uh, equine encephalitis in New Jersey. We have had them. This is real. Uh, but what happens when you really try to get some official action on this. I did. I had a person behind us who'd moved out of the house. They sold it to somebody, obviously, who couldn't afford to keep it up. 
they let the swimming pool sit fallow with water mm -hmm. in it for a couple of seasons. It was a mosquito hatchery that the person I called with the local mosquito control people had to put on a hazmat suit to go mm -hmm. back there and take a look at it. Yeah. Now, same thing happened two years later. I call the Mosquito Control Commission. They say, oh, we don't do that anymore. You have to call the health, the, state, or the county health department. I call the county health department, explain the story. Uh, they say, no, you, you, you go online. You put your comments online. You know, don't call us. Went online. I laid out the story. And they said that you will hear back within 24 hours. Well, now, two years later, I still haven't heard back. <sighs> Gosh. And the mosquitoes are still hatching. Time for another call. So anyway, yeah. talk a little bit about yeah. that and uh, some All things right. the next time. All There's right. so much. I know. There's so much. Uh, let's talk with Jim. It's not the world that's gone nuts. It's almost strictly limited to the land within our borders. I, you know, it's in a sense, Jim, I would have, what we see is in some of these things that you see, they're worse in Europe mm. than here. We have not had anybody go to jail because they spoke disapprovingly about Muslims saying prayers in the middle of the street in France. I think Brigitte Bardot did, even the famous actress, complained about it. And that is somehow uh, you know, denigrating a religion. We, we haven't gone as far as they have in England. There's some of the wildest stuff you ever heard. Still, a, still the greatest country on earth. I found a, a couple, just a couple of quotes here. Uh, a one. I mentioned a, 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 a definition of politics, which we haven't gotten into much locally, except to just wonder where in the world the person who's elected governor of New Jersey's brains are. I think he's in Italy now. That is uh, uh, on a vacation. Yeah. Well, I, I think he was there before and left his brain there because of this <laughs> business of blaming Trump for the shootings. Also, Senator Far or Spartacus, <laughs> uh, Senator, what's his name, Corey. Uh, but, again, this is it says... This was the definition by Ambrose Bierce of politics. Politics is self-interest masquerading as principle. Now, mm. I've said that before, but here's the new one I saw. This was by a, a favorite philosopher of mine named Ludwig Wittgenstein, who was probably the crowning philosophical brain of the last century. Now, he's talking about England, and he said, and, and this would apply here, a country, this is a country in which politics alternates between an evil purpose and no purpose. <laughs> Mm. So you look at Congress and you say, hey, Ludwig, <laughs> you nailed that one. You nailed that one. Pretty close. Enjoy yep. enjoy your week. Thank you so much. Listen, special thanks for people who did e email us messages. We didn't get to read them all, but we do enjoy them yep. and are very grateful. Thank you. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast.